hope you're doing fantastically well and thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Leave the Bubble, where we talk about expanding our comfort zones, dealing with changes and challenges in life, as well as trying to stay curious and in general, trying to grow as a person. Now, over the past episodes, you have gotten to know me a little bit better. We briefly discussed the benefits of change and how it can affect your and the life of the people around you in a positive way. And in the last episode, we talked about the, in my opinion, right mindset to have when tackling changes and trying to expand your comfort zone. Specifically, I am talking about the growth-oriented mindset. Now, as a brief recap... In the growth-oriented mindset, we believe that everything can be improved and developed over time with hard work and dedication as long as you apply the needed effort and stay open-minded towards new opportunities in life. Now, today we're going to talk about one of my favorite things to do. Insert drum roll. Moving to a different place. That's right. For the sake of this episode, we are going to go to the extreme and talk about moving to a different country in a different continent. But don't worry, the lessons learned are applicable if you move within your home country, but to another city as well. So let's dive into this super exciting topic, because let me tell you, throughout my entire life, every single move has given me so much, which is why I am a huge advocate for everyone to experience a move to a new place be it a different country or a new city, it doesn't matter, at least once. All right, so let me paint a picture for you. You have been working very hard for years, and now the time has come for you to be promoted from assistant to the regional manager to regional manager. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed this little office reference here. (laughs) You're super excited until you realize that you will have to move. Now, let's say that you would have to relocate to a different country where you don't speak the native language. So, what do you do? Of course, you start to panic. You begin to think that it might not be the right time for you. You're not ready, etc. So, let me just stop you right there. Flip the script. You're being given a gift, a wonderful opportunity to test and challenge yourself, while at the same time seeing a whole different side of the world. You will learn how to work with international colleagues, you will realistically see how adaptable you are, and you may even incidentally learn a new language on the way. Now that's great. So, you talk to your friend or your partner about the opportunity, and after a quick discussion, seeing that you have acquired a growth mindset, hint hint, (laughs) you are in. So now what? Let's uh, skip all the organizational stuff, such as organizing a moving company, dealing with packers, etc. Instead, let's focus on what you should do prior arriving on your new destination and what the first step should be once you're there. Now, the first thing that you should do is obviously get a rudimentary knowledge of where you're heading, but that's quite obvious. Just take a look at the current political and financial situation of the place, what's the country or city's background story, what are the main attractions of the place, and so on. Just try to get acquainted, in theory, with your new destination. So, we skip forward a few months, and now you're there, by yourself, alone, in a new world with a whole different feel to it. 
You may even start to become nervous at this point. Your, your stomach starts to turn a bit. But hey, don't worry. That's just your body telling you that you're about to expand your comfort zone. You're about to learn such a big life lesson and you have already grown by taking the first step towards the uncertain. One of my favorite lecturers to watch is by far Jordan Peterson. Uh, I think he is just so eloquent and immensely gifted that I really do recommend for you to check him out if you don't happen to know who he is. Anyway, in his book, 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos, he discusses the fine line between order and chaos that every man should walk in order to live a life worth living. He states the importance of having a foot in order, which can be anything ranging from predefined goals and a working process to attain those. It can be physical, emotional, and financial security, or an everyday routine that you're familiar with. But it is also important to have a foot in chaos, which is the excitement of something new, something unknown and uncertain. It is your job to find the balance between order and chaos when you move to a new place. If you never leave, everything is literally in order. You're familiar with everything and nothing changes. But if you do leave to a new place without proper planning, you can become overwhelmed from the chaos and the numerous new inputs that are tackling you in your life, which will not be a positive experience. So how do we walk the fine line between order and chaos? Well, actually, it's quite simple. You need to find things that you enjoy within this new environment. Because with a little bit of time, those enjoyable activities will become a routine, which you will also hopefully get to share with friends you will meet along the way. The first thing should be to find a local social club where you can meet people with similar hobbies. For example, if you're into cooking, go to a weekly cooking class. If you love playing football, go join an after-work sports team. If you're into hiking, check out weekly weekend hiking groups on Facebook and so on. There are so many options out there. It is crucial to find friends with similar interests. But here's the catch. Try to find a social circle outside of work. There is absolutely nothing wrong in hanging out with colleagues after work. But they may, just like you, also be expats or not going to show you everything the new place has to offer. So try to build different social circles so you can hang out with people from work after hours and have a drink, but also cook local delicacies with strangers and explore the surroundings with them. Now, these are just some examples, but I hope you understand what I'm trying to say here. So let me tell you a brief story just to kind of paint you a more practical picture of the time when me and my family moved to Brazil. So we arrived in Sao Paulo and none of us spoke Portuguese. We had just lived over seven years in other countries in South America. We were in Argentina and in Colombia. So we all spoke Spanish fluently, but it was no substitute in order not to learn Portuguese. Now, I met some of my best friends to date during my time in Sao Paulo, who happened to be kids in my school. But luckily for me and my brothers, our parents organized a weekly weekend activity for us with a local youth club. Now, what does that mean? 
That meant that every Saturday we would go to that youth club in the morning and play football for about three hours. Then we would have lunch together and do one of several activities in the afternoon. It could be something like building model airplanes, joining the book club, or even have a fantastic time playing Dungeons and Dragons. Now you can guess which option I obviously chose. (laughs) So why am I telling you this? Not only did we always have something to do on the weekends, but we got to meet and hang out with local kids every weekend who forced us to learn the language. We would go out on hiking trips together or go on weekend retreats where you would meet kids from other youth clubs and so on, which really opened our eyes to the reality in Brazil because, as a matter of fact, not everything was as beautiful and glamorous as our huge private school that we were so fortunate enough to attend. So seeing the reality of the places you visit, be it as a tourist or a new resident, is crucial to really understanding the local culture. Every place struggles with something. And I believe that if you have the privilege to travel and see different aspects of the world, it is our duty not to look away, but to observe and learn. Take in other people's reality and analyze the way of life you're living. Those eye-openers are so valuable, which is why I absolutely suggest to go out there and experience what life has to offer. So allow me to sum up the key points for you. Moving to a new place allows you to test and challenge yourself. You get to experience firsthand what it is like to walk the fine line between order and chaos, which according to Jordan Peterson is the only way to live a life worth living and I must say, I agree. You should also attempt to enlarge your social circle from obvious choices. If you moved for work, try to meet local people besides your colleagues. If you move for your studies, see if you can meet other people your age, but that don't take the same classes as you. It's always enriching to have different people to hang out with, as you can then throw a big party with everyone. And let me tell you, it's amazing. It's really surprising to see how mutual friends get along with each other due to the connections they each have with you. Guys, there is so much more that I could talk about regarding this specific topic about moving to a different country, but I believe that for now this should do. As I promised in the very first episode, we will also discuss expanding our comfort zones with smaller things in life, which is exactly what we're going to discuss in the next episode. So tune in and I look forward to seeing you over there. As always, please stay safe, stay healthy, especially during the pandemic. And remember, don't be afraid to leave your bubble.